transitions. All right, welcome to the I Can't Deal With This podcast. We have the regular brothers and sisters in arms, figuratively. Back back again off the COVID Yeah, we got none other, (laughs) big sexy, back from the dead, off his bye week. Yeah, he was on the COVID nineteen inactive Inj- list. Injured reserve. He was yeah. He's on COVID nineteen IR. I had to bench him, dog. Jacob Miller. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Welcome back. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. It is good to be back. I I tell y'all what. Uh, what people don't tell you, and I told you guys earlier, but what people don't tell you is just the mental toll that COVID will have on you. Like the actual physical symptoms that I had were like no worse than a cold, but like. You feel out of it. What people don't tell you is there's like a thing such as brain fog, like COVID <laughs> brain fog that happens. So like days just run together. You're just scooped up in your room for hours at a time. Every time that you go downstairs, you got to wear a mask. Like it, it sucks. And so it is definitely not a good time. Um, but if you're, but I'm also like a big extrovert. So like if you are like a big introvert, and you enjoy kind of being by yourself, then I could uh, I could only imagine like how good this would be for you at yeah. least. Um, but for a guy who's as extroverted as me, when you're cooped up in your room for days at a time and you don't see anybody, can't talk to anybody, like there were literally like half a day, a full day where I literally didn't hear people's voices. <laughs> like I literally did not interact with a single person. So it's good to be back. I am. I was, this was my safe place. This is yeah. my happy place. Um, and so I was so happy to, that we could do this today. Yeah, we had um, to take a week off. because we, we had to take a week off because when we were going to record is when I found out that I had COVID. And so we all had to get tested. We had stuff. to go get tested. Everybody had to go get tested and, and we had to sanitize this place. So um, it's good. I, I'm back. This is my first day out of quarantine. Um, I went to the mall today, almost got in a wreck, which is always fun. Hey, welcome back. Uh, <laughs> welcome back to Charlotte. Um, but it was, it, I'm, I'm glad to be out. I'm glad to be out. I'm, I'm glad to have kind of a sense of normalcy. Um, I'm excited to as silly as this sounds, um, I want another thing that I'm really excited for is just to go back to school. Mm-hmm. Um, just like to be around my kids and like actually teaching is one of my happy places. Mm-hmm. Um, as crazy and as chaotic as Garinger is, like teaching is is my dream. Um, and so I'm excited to go back and see my kids because I feel like I have a really good relationship with them and I haven't seen them in a week and a half since Wednesday of last week. Um, and that was for only one block. Mm-hmm. So, um, being back in there and actually seeing them and stuff will, will be nice. I'm um, sure they miss you. Yeah, for sure. Um, and you can actually co- do one of the basketball games you signed yeah. up for. Yeah. <laughs> so since, so since we have started basketball season, um, at Garinger, I signed up to do half the games. I signed up to do half the games with Connor. Um, and I have four games per like time we play. There's JV boys, JV girls, varsity girls, varsity boys. And I have done, I have done the clock for one game out of the 16 or 17 or whatever it is. Now, um, Connor has done half of that, which is like seven to eight. Yeah, you you no, you've done way more than that. I've done like no, I've done six to seven days of four games each. You've done six of them. Yeah, because I did, I did the first two. I did the first three because we did there's three days, remember? And I left early on the third, and you only did one. No, there were two days where I was. 
there was two days where the first day I did the JV boys, and then the second day you left early, and this was on the day before Thanksgiving, last Tuesday. <clears throat> I don't know if that was. I've last done Tuesday. like I've done like fifteen games. Yeah, and no, I'm tired. he's he's done. He he's hey, tired. Bro. You and me are dead right now. Yeah. I am Chris, just Chris, delirious. FedEx, FedEx Christmas got me. Yeah, he he's going off like I hope twelve you, straight days. I hope you got overtime. Not paid hourly, paid mm. by the day. I don't end up working over. It's just a lot of work. That sucks. Yeah, it sucks. So I feel your pain. So let's let's talk about people being overworked. The MLB. So uh, you look like on this thing it says a lockout might happen. So no, it did. Lockout happen. is happening. Oh, lockout is. Um, happening. So unfortunately, the, I haven't been on the news recently. Yeah, I feel. Um, so for the first time since the ninety, I think it's either the ninety three, ninety four, ninety four, ninety five season. Um, there is a lockout that is happening. Um, so that means that no signings, no waves, no nothing, no trades can happen during this time period um, until they get it sorted out. There's a lot of optimism that what do they the want? the it's like an agreement with it's, like pay. And it's stuff. mainly just about shares. Like the Why? the MLBPA wants a certain amount of the team shares or like views, money. It, it's all about money, but um, the MLB MLBPA wants more money. The owners don't want to give them it. Why do you think the MLB is so much more successful at lockouts than the other? Big sports. Um, is it because they've been around for like God knows like their a million commissioner years? Commissioner sucks. Why are they so? Like I the NFL could have a lockout season, and I think it would not go as well as an MLB lockout. I mean, MLB contracts are all fully guaranteed. Like that's your NF, your 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 union's doing a hell of a job. I don't know if there's like a specific reason why they are as successful, and I don't even know if I would say that they are six as successful as an NFL to begin with. I think that just MLB gets deals done longer, whereas NFL, every year, there's a possibility of a lockout or something like that. Whereas MLB, there might be a possibility of a lockout every five years. And then during – at the end of the five years, there might be actual disagreements or whatever it is. But during those five years, it's kind of like, all right, this is the agreement for the next five years. At the end of the five years, which is this year, uh, the deal's up. We're going to have to f- structure a new deal. But I think that the big thing is to – I think what you were talking about, Connor, of like the MLB has been around for so long. Yeah, um, it's been around. It, it's been around for power. close to hundred and. 50 years at this point um and so like it's become such a custom to like just american life um and so i think that that might play man had people fighting in ww2 back in the day for real so it's good good people too ted williams rest in peace to my man ted but no he was actually in korea i'm sorry but yes he the the biggest red sock of all time Fought in Korea and missed like two, three games. Also, fun fact: Bob Gibson was in Korea as well. So, um, really, yes, he was. We freaking love Bob. That's Gibson. the picture I use on the show. Yes, you do use him on the show. My guy. Um, Throwing but heaters, shooting heaters. Before <laughs> shooting hey, heaters. Doc Ellis. Yes. Doc, Doc Ellis was shooting heaters too. Dude, on that LSD. he sent me. A, I think I sent it to you, but he sent me a. a <laughs> he he sent me a TikTok and it was like, man, this guy is so locked in right now. Like, I don't know how he's this locked in. And it's Doc <laughs> Ellis just like, 
Whoa, man! It's like, it's like the Padres getting like thrown a no, like a no. Mm. This guy's so good. Wait, he's the guy who's on acid, right? Yeah, he's yeah, the he guy on who pitched through a no hitter on he, LSD. Yeah, yeah, he pitched no hitter on that, LSD. That dude, that dude was mm. heat, hitting some heaters. Hey, Daryl Strawberry and like all the Mets players were high as crap and yeah. like running trains and dugouts and then coming out and beating people. <laughs> yep. So, so before we, so before the lockout, there were a, a lot of signings that happened in the MLB. Um, we had a lot of people who actually like tried to make some waves mm-hmm. um, that right. we didn't really expect. Um, a lot of people expected like the Dodgers or the Yankees or the Red Sox to try to make big waves, um, but that for the most part they pretty much stayed quiet. Um, that you had the Rangers who made big waves. They signed Marcus Simeon, uh, coming off the most home runs for a second baseman yeah. of all time, and then they got Corey. Seager. And they got Corey Seager um, as their shortstop. Um, the Mariners got Robbie Ray, which is huge um, in my mind. You got Max Scherzer went to the Mets, which now Jacob DeGrom, Max Scherzer, arguably some people are saying it's the best one-two punch we've ever seen. Um, Max Scherzer, I think, was number three in the Cy Young. Mm-hmm. I think he's a multiple-time Cy Young winner. It's my favorite. Same with Jacob DeGrom. Um, and so now both of them – Jacob DeGrom's a little bit younger. I think he's like 29 or 30. Um, but Max Scherzer's, I think, like 35. Um, so he, it's elite. not his prime, but he is still elite. Uh, Max Scherzer, 30, it's kind of like LeBron. Max Scherzer, 35, is better than most 25-year-olds. Um, but I'm the, super excited to see kind of how this – The Angels are getting some help. A- Angels open. are getting some help. They got um, Noah Syndergaard, the Thor, um, coming to help help out um and i think that i love it i mean the the reason why noah Syndergaard, i'm sure that he got offered more money to stay with the mets or whoever it is um but he wants to play with trout he wants to win mike trout a championship which i think is amazing um and hopefully that they can give him that um just because you have so much talent on that team um you have matt stassi who's new you have uh um Jared Walsh. You have Jared Walsh, which is still up and coming. You have Shohei, which just won MVP. You have Trout, who's a multiple-time MVP winner. You have Anthony Rendon, who, like, four years ago was a batting title champion. Um, Now you have Noah Syndergaard, which a lot of people touted as better than Jacob deGrom at one point. Now, obviously, Jacob deGrom has blossomed into something that people couldn't see. Um, But it's going to be interesting to see just kind of how – things shape out because now they have Rysel Iglesias, which um, he's going to be a, they re-signed him and he's going to be like their closing pitcher for the next while. Um, And so I'm excited to see just how the angels team turns out. I'm excited to see how the Texans or Texans, the the Texas Rangers turn out. The Rangers got half the Dodgers bullpen. Yeah, like, like all I think I think that they're going to be legit, um, and they have a young team. Um, I think it's I think his name is Adonis Garcia, Garcia center fielder. Um, he he is really good. There's a, a couple other ones. Um, Javi Baez went to the Tigers. Uh, Tigers. Wasn't expecting that. No, a lot of people were saying Carlos Correa was going to go to the Tigers, but um, nobody still knows where Carlos Correa is going to go. But until the lockout ends, Carlos Correa can't go anywhere. So Watch it's going to be interesting to see uh, where where, where do we you can think go. He'll go. Um, there's a lot of teams that Padres. need people. Um, no, T- with Fernando Tatis, I think that he's locked down. Um, he could stay. Let's see. Who needs what, a shortstop? The Mariners? The Oakland Athletics. He could go to the Mariners. I think that that's a 
the viable option. Athletics wouldn't sign him because they hate him. That's a division. Yes. Um, they might. I don't know. I just can't. It, it is in the same division. Um, he, he could. I mean, yeah. honestly, if the A's do sign him, I don't know who their shortstop is. Um, and so Which that means could you be, need one. That that could be incredible because you got Matt Olson at first, Matt Chapman at third. You got Correa short. Um, now, obviously, they. I mean, they have um, Jesus. Mal- no, his, his name's like Jesus Malario or something like that. They have Frankie Montas. Um, they have a couple. I mean, honestly, Carlos Gray actually might be a good fit. Um, I think that he is going to probably go to maybe a big-name team um, just because he wants to kind of keep that recognition. The Braves? They just mm-hmm. won? The- I don't think they're going to move on from Dansby. Um, but I think that it could be one of those things where – a lot of people are saying that he could get paid the arguably one of the most ever by a shortstop and arguably one of the biggest ever by um, an MLB player, period. So I don't know where he's going to go, but wherever he goes, it, they're probably looking at about 10 to 12 years, about $350 million. So well, it's going to be interesting to see. Speaking of players who are phenomenal, Mac Jones uh, threw the ball three times in a football game and won. Um, I don't care what anyone tells says to me now. That's impressive. You throw the ball three times in a football game and win. You're a god. So yes, you do. Like it is kind of crazy that he also, only threw the ball three times. But you do have to lay the disclaimer that there was like thirty to thirty-five mile an hour winds in a snowstorm and a snowstorm that was going on at the time of the game. So. I mean, you you look at Josh Allen, who's arguably one of the greatest and most efficient passers we've seen this year, and he went 14 for 30 with 100 for like 150 yards. Um, and so he wasn't tossing the ball around either. But it was more than three times he went two for three for I think like 18 He's yards. He's got like or the like strongest that. arm in the league, probably yeah. other than Mahomes. So it makes sense why they were trying to throw. Well, some. I just think that one. I saw a statistic that Matt Nagy has a. Mm. Worcester pass off, uh, offense in the 1954 Bears. So, Matt Nagy needs to be fired. Um, like, the Bears, apparently, so, the uh, statistic is, like, they get, like, 158 yards passing per game or whatever. And it was, like, the 1960s no, Bears. It was, no, it was, it was before that. It was Sid, Lu- Sid Luckman in the 1948 to 1952 had Bears. More, had, a, had a higher, m- more yards per game than the Bears do right now. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. It's so, shit's crazy. Done. But it, are the it is one of those, back. They are back. But I, I ask you this. Who deserves more credit? Bill. Do you think Bill. it's so hold on, hold on. So do you think that Bill deserves the most credit? The defense deserves the most credit, Mac Jones, or the running game slash running back slash offensive lineman? Bill. Bill, he's the GM. He's the GM and co- like for the longest time we said who's better? Brady or Bill Brady leaves wins a Super Bowl and it was like Brady's it's proven they're both great on their own and and for a lot of times now in my defense you guys are both like now nah, they're gonna suck you said it yourself yeah and, I did and I said no you need to give Bill some time he's gonna figure this out and he just they're leading the, they're about to lead the division they and we're are. talking about Buffalo 
They're the number one seed yeah, in now. the AFC. Yeah. So like you're talking about like the Bills who came out of like last year. It's like we're gonna like you know high powered offense and Bills just like, listen, I won for 20 years with a damn good defense, a very consistent quarterback, and a really good run game. Mm-hmm. And guess what works? And I think that it proves that a team can function without big names. Like Mac Jones is the only person on that team that I think I could ask an average NFL fan who else is on. Maybe, um, who's the running back? Damian Harris. Yeah, maybe Damian Harris. Uh, like, name me anybody else. I'm talking about average fans. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. some elite fans. No, you're like, right. Like, if I said the Steelers, you're like Claypool, Harris, Najee, Big Ben. We'll talk about him. You know, if you say the Browns, you got Chubb, Kareem. Um, you got, well, at one point, OBJ, you got Jarvis Landry. You talk about even, like, the Bills, you got Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs. Now, Cole Beasley and um, and Dawson Knox aren't up there, but they're known. And then you go to the Chiefs. And then you go to the freaking Patriots. And it's like, look at, look how bad they are. Ha, ha, ha. And it's like, oh, buddy, we don't even have to throw to beat you. Like, yeah, we'll I run just it find 45 it, times. Yeah, like, and just like, and the defense, it's like, what are they going to do? Well, they're obviously going to run it. How can you not stop a team that ran 45? Blitz everybody. They're not throwing it, and they, you still win. They did run 48 times. Yeah, the, like, the, at what point does the defensive coordinator go, like, should hey. we scheme for a pass? No. <laughs> Blitz the whole team. Bring I, all the safeties down. I think this was going to happen anyways, but the Bills can't stop the run either. Bills so can't just, stop them. It was a perfect, but, perfect but storm. But also, like, and they don't also get lost. Me wrong. They also lost one of their key defensive players, like, yeah. the week prior. But yeah. also, don't get me wrong, like, Davies what they White. did was amazing, but it's not like they beat the brakes off of the Bills. They didn't like, beat the brakes because they, but, it was also thirty mile an hour winds in a snowstorm. No, you're right, in Buffalo. But they lost by the Bills lost by a field goal, and so we're talking about less than one possession game. And so, don't get me wrong. Yes, the Patriots are for real. And I will give credit where credit's due. Bill Belichick is more than just your average coach without Tom Brady, which I said earlier. I'm a man, and I can I can say when I'm wrong. But I think that later on down the line, the Patriots, two, three, uh, maybe a year, two years, three years, might be a Super Bowl contending team. But I will still maintain what I've said since we started this show, is that I do not think that the Patriots can or will win the Super Bowl this year. Um, I think that what's going to plug them down the line is Mac Jones doesn't have the experience. I think that Mac Jones is going to be great, and I think arguably he might be the best, have the best career out of all of the quarterbacks, rookie quarterbacks, mm-hmm. I mean. Um, but I think when it comes down to it, Damian Harris, I don't think, is a good RB1. Um, I think he's a little bit too small, personally. You got, like, a running back by committee, which that works sometimes. They've always but, had that, though. But also, sometimes it doesn't work. You don't have a number one receiver, in my mind. I mean, Kendrick Bourne is amazing. You got uh, uh, Jacoby Myers, which is amazing. Uh, you have... Nelson Aguilar, but I don't think any of those guys are number ones. Um, don't get me wrong, your defense is amazing, but 
also when it comes down to it and you go to a buzz when it comes down to it and you have a Chiefs team who is a buzzsaw for an offense and a defense that's actually been carrying them in the last couple weeks yeah. and you have you go against the Bills and you go against the the Chargers or you go against literally all these people the Colts which are thriving right now behind Jonathan Taylor who in my opinion should be MVP but yeah. we'll talk about that in a second but I think that when it comes down to it and they verse these teams in the playoffs I don't think that they're going to be able to even if somehow they get to the Super Bowl I don't think that they can pass uh the the Cardinals or the the uh Buccaneers Buccaneers or the Packers or this does seem like the NFL wants a Pats Bucks I'm letting y'all know if there is a Pats Bucks I'm not watching Super Bowl. Rigged. Then I will think that this is the most rigged thing I've ever seen. Yeah. Because like last year, it was a little bit too good to be true to begin with. Because the, it was Chiefs versus Pats. Uh, I'm sorry, Chiefs versus Bucks. It was Mahomes versus Brady. Brady. It was like the old school versus the new school. But if there's a Bill Belichick versus Tom Brady Super Bowl, I'm thinking something's going up. Low key. But I mean, it is what it is. I so think that. I think that it's going to be uh, interesting to find out because we said it on the show multiple times two, three, four weeks ago. There's just so much parity in the NBA or in, in, in the, the NFL. NFL. Like you have the – and we'll talk about it right now. Yeah. We have the Steelers who beat the Ravens. Ravens who are arguably one of the better teams in the NFL and then lose to the Vikings last night who lost to the Lions. Who we tied with. Who, we, who you tied. So, technically, the Lions are better. Or te- Yeah, technically, the Lions are, are better, better than, than the, the Ravens. Yeah. So, yeah. that, that, that transitive properties. So but I do. But before we move on, I do want to hear your rant about Chick Clay. I, I was just going to say, we're going to let Avery rant because I'm going to eat some pizza. Man, this isn't even going to be much of a rant. I know you all want me to get angry. This team is letting Ben Roethlisberger down. He, got he said 30, one final ride. One final ride. And your dumbass is taunting. You get benched for Chase. You Chase, get benched, Chase Claypool. You get benched for the taunting. You come back, light it up. You know, you know why? Because he's Canadian. Yeah, he has no respect for the American game. Get That's him out. That's it. Get him out. Get him out. No. Send him to the CFL. And then we mount what's going to be the NFL's greatest comeback in NFL history. How much was it? 29 points. 29 to nothing, and we came within one score, and we just need to spike it. We we're on like the 30 yard line. The Falcons and this like dumbass gets a first down catch and goes. Okay, you, you can see you, it. I'm pointing my hands like Chase. Shaves 12 seconds off the clock to taunt or hype himself up. And the, and the lineman who yeah. tries to take the. And he gets mad at the lineman yeah, he for gets, trying to take the ball to spike it. What are we doing? Sorry. No, you. We shouldn't going. have even been in that position in the first place because we allowed 200 rushing yards in the first two quarters. <sighs> but you ruined a comeback because you're being selfish. I, I want him gone. I hate him. Chase is everything that the internet thinks Juju Smith-Schuster is. Yeah. 1,000%. Dalvin Cook came back from a shoulder injury. Yeah, that man, was doped, that man was doped up with so many painkillers. had 148 yards. In the first half, had over 200 yards, the most this season in a single game. This man went off, and it it is Justin Jefferson went off too. They were putting my second year corners on Justin Jefferson in single coverage. Also, I will let you know, 
And I will give credit where credit's due because I did not listen to Avery. I looked at some stats about T.J. Watt. T.J. Watt should be defense player of the year. Well, he um, re-aggravated his groin. I, I know he re-aggravated it, and hopefully he gets back. He's going to play next but week. But he's leading the league with like 17 sacks. Or Correct me because you probably know. I don't think I do. he got one last night. He but left early. I think he was either 16 or 17 sacks. And the second person behind him is Miles Garrett, who's played every game. But T.J. Watt has missed two, two full games. Two and a half. Two, two and a half games, and is still two sacks ahead of the second-place guy. And he's got now, more tackles ar- and more force fumbles. Yeah. Now, arguably, you could say that uh, Trayvon Diggs should be in it because now he's at – I mean, Xavier Howard had 10 last year. Yeah, but I think – but, dude, we're, we're talking about, like, 10. He got two against the Saints, and I think one was a pick six. Yeah. Um, and so – don't get me wrong. I don't think that, like, Trayvon Diggs is, like, a great player. I think that this could be kind of a Josh Norman-type season of, like, how Josh Norman yeah. with the Panthers was, like, amazing. But once he went to the Bills and once he yeah. went to the Redskins, well, he actually was wasn't that great. Up. He wasn't getting burned every other play and then making one splash play and everyone's on his dick. Well, yeah. the, problem, the problem was that Josh Norman was more of a scheme guy based in yeah. straight the skill. zone. Yeah, he zone was, like – it was something like if you put Josh Norman in zone, his like proficiency went up by like a ton, yeah. and then everyone was just like, "Let's use a man on man," and it's like, which is why I think like why there's so much parity in football is because it's scheme. Like mm-hmm. it is truly a scheme game. Like for example, Dalvin Cook wasn't actually injured. We think that's a lie. The Vikings oh. are tripping. Bro, you, what he had no. two torn labrums. That dude nah. was doped up on that man. Killers. That man is on. That man. That man. Yeah, is, my man was on tour at all. That man. Was all of it. Doc Ellis LSD some ketamine. <laughs> Inject this man with horse tranquilizer. Oh, I don't no. know. The also, that's a parody. Is also, those. can we have real quick? Oh, serious of note. Moment of silence. Silent moment of silence for Demarius Thomas. Died at the age of thirty-three last night. Tease and peace. A lot of people don't know exactly what happened. Um, Demaryius Thomas, one of the legends of the game, um, is truly heartbreaking. Um, just because, from from what I hear, um, not only was he an excellent athlete, but he was also an excellent guy and an excellent philanthropist, yeah. um, and helped out with the kids in any way, shape, or form that he could. Um, so, Good thought, thoughts, thoughts, and prayers to the family um, and anybody affected. Um, I. Didn't know much about him or the Broncos because um, I wasn't really in that atmosphere um, at the time. But um, I got my uh, best friend his jersey for his birthday. Yeah, a long and, time ago. And I I just hate it just because from what I understand, nobody knows exactly what happened. But uh, a lot of people are speculating that he had some kind of medical condition or it might have been some kind of heart attack. Um, but a lot of people are saying that he had a medical condition that he kind of kept silent um, until it was kind of too late. But um, he was a le- he was a multiple time Pro Bowler. Dude, um, was he- arguably the soul of that Broncos team when they went to the Super Bowl. Um, and so other like- other than Peyton Manning, who honestly wasn't even that great that year, um, I think that Demarius Th- Thomas and Von Miller were. The, the heart and soul of that yeah. team. So yeah. um, it, it's heartbreaking to hear, but um, I know that I I didn't know how to transition us to a slightly no, more I mean, serious note, um, I but did I, di- I did want to make sure that we kind of paid our respect on the show. So, no, um, so 
we've talked about the Pats. We've talked about the Steelers. I do want to also um, say what the hell's happening to the 49ers. Yeah, Every man. time I think that we're getting good, we would won three straight, and then we lose to Russell Wilson and his nine fingers to this past week. George Kittle has nine receptions, 180 yards, two touchdowns. This is his rant. And somehow we lose. We are now 6-6 six and six on the year, which we're still in wild card contention. But if we're losing to the Seahawks, who are 4-8, and eight, we can't buy a win against a divisional opponent. We're freaking 1-6 and six or something like that. I don't know what the heck's happening. I think you're 1-4. Because you can't play six. You can't be one of six. You only play you get six it. division games. Bill Brady got fired. Oh, yeah. The Panthers got rid of him. Go on your rant yeah, about your, your team. Rant. Yeah. Yes, they are one I'll of I'll go four. on your rant for you. I'm about to say, fellas. Joe Brady want to do too much cute shit with Sam Darnold and then try that people, same shit with Cam. It's crazy because a lot of people thought that he was going to be head coach. And I don't yeah, know. Yeah, he had if, like three interviews. I don't know if he's – if now that he's fired, like I don't know if he's going to be head coach somewhere. I'll talk, about, I'll talk about my team. You yeah, listen to hear it. So last week we were on by. You didn't lose last week. <laughs> Listen. You tied. I got to sleep. It's been tough. Um, I mean. <laughs> My man is struggling right now. I think that the, the the problem I have with the Panthers is this. I think you were trying to get too cute to start with. Mm. This is going to be some bold words. Say it. CMC, it. get what you can for him. DJ Moore, get what wow. you can for him. Another rebuild? Wow. I, I think that you should absolutely. Trade him. Because Trade him it, all. Think of it like this. You pay him a lot of money. He's great. He's phenomenal. But he hasn't been on the field in two years. So this value of this man's going down. Mm. I'm not paying you. I'm not paying him again. Like, yeah. yes, did he deserve that contract? Absolutely. But the Panthers are staring down a barrel where it's like, all right, you've gotten a lot of your draft picks away. You aren't in Super Bowl contention like the Rams. Rams giving up draft picks now makes sense for the future. They're in a Super Bowl contender. The Panthers ain't winning no goddamn Super Bowl in a while. So you give away Teddy, who looks great with the Denver Broncos. Now, I did say on here that I thought Teddy was an okay quarterback. He's not going to lose you games. True. So... Teddy goes to Denver and looks great. So, doesn't look good for the Panthers and how they schemed him. Now, yeah, you fired Joe Brady because you're bleeding. You need a – maybe that's the – You need a scapegoat, and fall Joe guy. Brady was that scapegoat. Yeah, he was the perfect fall guy. So, like, you bring in some fancy college coach, and Robbie Anderson has like a 1,000-yard season last year and then has done nothing. DJ Moore still good. CMZ is hurt. J.C. Horn, I did like the pick. I did talk about it. Is he Good. back? No, he's not back. I don't, oh. think, I don't know if he's back. Uh, oh. Maybe he's we, not back. I thought he was supposed to come back soon. No, he's not back. Oh. We but. trade like our second it's round. Piece. We trade like some – we trained like – we need a tight end and Dan Arnold, the – uh, dude for the Jaguars who actually looks like a good tight end. Traded with him to Jackson. Traded him to Jackson. They got another a, a first round corner last year who really hasn't played that well yeah. and you've given up draft picks. Now I like Gilmore. I mean, Scott Fitter is out here trading away picks like a madman. I don't know. Stephon Gilmore was a great pickup. That's a pick good up. trade. That yeah, was that was a great pickup. Yeah, but we – did we trade for him? We get like a seventh for him? I think it was like a – It was a low like round. A, uh, yeah, I think it was yeah, like a so, fifth. So, like, that's great. That's awesome. He can teach the young guys. But at the same thing, it's like, yo, like, you trade away. You release Cam. You get Teddy. Teddy doesn't work. You get Sam. Sam doesn't work. You bring in PJ. PJ does all right, and then you bring in Cam. You're in a QB carousel. Yeah. And who got benched? 
Cam got benched. Yeah. Cam got benched two weeks ago. Yeah. Oof. So I think at this point you're Dang, in. Dude. You. But here's my thing, and and I don't want to stop your your rant, Y'all but here's my thing about Christian McCaffrey is I don't. I think that they're over relying on him. Like we're, think we're si- I think they're gonna you're gonna see it with Derrick Henry the same way you're gonna see it with CMC. If you if your running game or your entire offense relies on one person who absorbs a lot of hits. Now, if we're talking about Patrick Mahomes or Tom Brady or another quarterback who the goal of them the goal is for them not to get hit, then that's fine. But if you're relying solely on a running back like Derrick Henry, like Jonathan Taylor, like Christian McCaffrey, like that's gonna I think that that's a, a formula, no matter how great they are, that's a formula for failure. Um, because what we've seen, Derrick Henry, as great as he's been over the first five games, he's hurt right now. It's his first major injury. Cri- Christian McCaffrey, as great as he's been, he hasn't been on the field for two years. And Jonathan Taylor, don't get me wrong, I'm not hoping that he gets hurt because I really want the Colts to do good because they're my second favorite team. Hey, listen, I have him in fantasy. You shut your mouth. But it's one of those <laughs> things where, like, right now, they're relying on Jonathan Taylor. And so you have to change the scheme in order to fit these other pieces. Mm. You got to become more pass heavy. And if that means that you need to go out and try to find you a Jameis Winston or a fucking guy in the Matt Corral at from Old Miss and yeah. you need to draft him, then you need that's what you need to do because you are wasting C, not only C Mac's career, you're wa- you're wasting DJ Moore's career, who arguably should be a number one on any team, and you're also wasting that good defense's career. Um, that JC Horn that you talked about, Derek Brown, Jeremy Chin, all those guys, Shaq Thompson, who's yeah. on that team. Um, and so I, I think that you need to change the game plan. I wouldn't say that you need to trade your superstars because I think that you still have a young, good team, but when it comes down to it, you have to get stability at that quarterback position because Sam's not it, Cam's not it, PJ's not it, and we saw that Teddy wasn't it. So you need, if you're going to do anything, if you're going to make some big moves, then you need to try to get you try to win the Deshaun sweepstakes, try to win the Russell sweepstakes, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. try to try to get the the Aaron sweepstakes, or try to get you that uh, pit guy. Can you pick it? Kenny Pickett? That's his name, yeah. Kenny Pickett. Try to get you uh, Matt Corral, who's coming out of Ole Miss. There's a lot of viable options who are better than Cam or Sam or whatever it is. But I I'll just, give you Mason Rudolph. Don't wow. get Mason Rudolph. <laughs> don't. I'll tell you something right now. If I wake up tomorrow on God and it says that the Panthers acquired Mason Rudolph for some draft pick, I will literally drive my car off a bridge. <laughs> I don't know where that I will. Going. I will That's give you Mason Rudolph. Or I will take Mason Rudolph from Pay you me money. for a toaster. D- done. <laughs> done. <laughs> Say less. Throw it in his bathtub. <laughs> I mean, I think, I think what's going on. I think before we move on, it's – I think that – Phil Snow's been good. Our defense has been all right. I mean, for being gassed all the time. Yeah, they they don't look good, but the offense has got to score some I was points. Saying, they're on the field a long time. Yeah, they're the on same the thing with the Steelers. We absolutely dominate the Cardinals, which is just one of those you know be, you know cat versus bird type deal. But yeah, let's talk birds. about a team that actually did win. That's I like the Lions. That. 
Someone bet $33,000 the Lions were going to win against the Vikings. And they won? And they won. I have no idea how much. How much money did they win? Hundreds of thousands, I'm sure. There was a guy, and I don't know whether. Absolute madness. I don't know if it actually went through, but there was a guy who did a 12-leg parlay and turned, I think it was like $4. And if he would have got all 12 legs, and this was going into Monday night, so I don't know whether he actually won it. But he would have won millions of dollars. Oh yeah, it didn't happen because the one thing he didn't like the the Monday night game flipped his the wrong way. But could you Dude, imagine? Could you imagine the sweat that would be beating from your eyes? Yeah, you've done eleven. You've literally done eleven out of twelve. But think you of need it this one way. more thing. He only lost four dollars. But the possibility of what you could have got. Did he get anything at all, or he just lost the four? He lost the four bucks. He, hey, he lost the four bucks. That bet's worth it. Um. So, Dan Campbell, good coach or bad coach? Bro, they're building a good culture. It's just going to take time. No, I agree. I agree. They need to get golf out of there, though. Get golf at. Did you see his the uh, the reaction that his girlfriend had when he won was, was pretty cool? Golf? Well, I mean, he's not a bad person. I just don't think he's a good she quarterback. doing a photo shoot. Hey, good for her. It's the hey, first win. Hey. She had to get maybe their only win on video. Nah. For real. All right, so we're going to do – so I want to talk about – who your MVP is. Um, but before we do that, we're going to do a segment. We've done it in the past. We're going to do it again. Stat leaders. So give me the top five NFL passing stat leaders right now. Right, Tom Brizzle. Tom Brady's one with 3,771. Uh, Derek Carr. Derek Carr's two with 3,663. Justin Herbert. Justin Herbert is five with 3,547. So you're this. missing three and four. Um, Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers is not on this list. Aaron Rodgers. Stafford. Stafford. Stafford is number three with 3,611. So four. So you're missing number four. Number four is a little bit of a wild card. Wild card. Is it Joe Burrow? No. Mm -mm. Joe Burrow is in the top ten, but I think he's number nine. Uh Oh. Shout out to your boy Ben. I think he's number ten. Wash, though. Yes. Carson Wentz is 11. Matt Ryan's 12. I just say Big Ben's literally carrying the team at his age. All right. Uh, number four. Is Would it, you like a hint? Is it Mahomes? Uh, no. no. Patrick Mahomes is six with 3,384. Is it Taysom Hill? I'm just kidding. Uh, no. Uh, Off a cliff. Let me guess. Matt Ryan. No, Matt Ryan's 12. Oh, you just said he was 12. I wasn't listening. All right. Give it to me. Give me a hint. NFC North. Kirk Cousins? Kirk Cousins. Hey, man. Has 3,569. Nice. Nice. All right. So, he just rushing. Got, he got, like, all those last night, though. I want y'all to know. Jonathan Taylor. Jonathan Taylor's number one. He has over 400 yards more than the second-place guy. Derrick Henry is still two? Th- uh, Derrick Henry is now four. But Dalvin <laughs> Cook. Dalvin Cook is now three, despite missing, like, two or three games, which is actually kind of impressive. But I'm letting you guys know now, and we'll continue this in a second. But how do you? Who's your MVP? Because I'm actually going that Jonathan Taylor's my MVP. Um, he has three thousand thirteen hundred forty-eight yards. You must say you said three thousand yards running. I was like, there's the world is falling apart. Yeah, I'm going T.J. Watt as my MVP of the league. For real? Yeah, bro. We're going as far as he takes us. Dude, don't I'm get joking. me wrong. I'm joking. He is defensive player of the year, but uh, no, I I agree with you. I think Tom Brady's gonna win it. 
I think he is too, just because of the name recognition. But I don't. I, w- th- I want Jonathan Taylor to win it though. Jonathan Taylor right now has 16 touchdowns. He has 1,300 yards. He has more touchdowns than the entirety of the New York Giants. <laughs> he has more. T- he has more rushing touchdowns than. Oh no! I'm sorry. That was Cooper Cup. But Cooper Cup. Side note: Cooper Cup has more. Receiving touchdowns than over twenty franchises in the league this year, um, but yes, he has sixteen touchdowns. Um, he has thirteen hundred yards, and I know that a lot of people will say, "Oh, well, he's only in this position because Derrick Henry's hurt." But I think that that argument's invalid in my mind because if you look at it, yes, the only reason that who won it like four years ago when Derek Carr was supposed to win it, but he tore his ACL. It could have been Pat the first year. Could be Pat. Well, we're going to run with Pat. Lamar. Oh, that might be it, actually. I don't know. It could be the one before that. But same thing with Derek Carr. Derek Carr should have won MVP, but he got hurt halfway through the year. And nobody at the end of the year is like, oh, well, he, the only reason Lamar's going to get it is because Derek Carr wasn't playing. Yeah. And it's like, no, you can't, you can't yeah. have that logic. Yeah. Um, and so I don't think that Tom Brady is performing spectacularly. It was Matt Ryan the year that Derek Carr was Yes, playing. yes, you're right. Um, I don't think that, like – Tom Brady's performing spectacularly. If we're, if I'm being honest, um, if anybody whose stats are phenomenal, it's Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins has, I think, 26 touchdowns and four interceptions. I think he um, got two last night. Yeah, so it's, like it, it's just one of those things where like he's got four I, interceptions. I need. I think that like we're in a very quarterback heavy. MVP, and I yeah. think that that's fine most of the time. But I think that Jonathan Taylor is. If we're going the most valuable player, not only for their team but in the league, I'm going with Jonathan Taylor. Yeah. I mean, he's the number one running back by far above anybody right now. Yeah. Um, and I don't think that there's any quarterback that's kind of putting themselves over. But I think that the NFL sucks Tom Brady's dick a lot of times. Mm-hmm. And so they want him to get that fourth uh, – they want him to get that fourth MVP. Yeah. to get one behind Peyton who has five. Give it to Jonathan Taylor. I say give it to Jonathan Taylor. I would Taylor. say Jonathan, give it to a running back. But I do think Tom's going to win it. And the only reason Cooper why – Cooper Cup could get it too. Hey, shout-outs to Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup has 1,300 yards as well. So the last receiver that was even in consideration was A.B. that one year. I mean, technically, Michael Thomas was kind of in it him too. Him too, him too. But, yes, A.B. was kind of in it. Um, so we have to guess two and five for the rest so of the So two yards? through five. So technically, actually, I already gave you three and four, so you're right. Uh, Dalvin Cook was number three with 978 yards. Uh, Derrick Henry still has, is number four with 937 yards despite missing four to five weeks. Um, so you're missing number two and number five. It's two, Austin Eckler. Two is not Austin Eckler. Oh. Austin Eckler is not in the top ten. Oh. I know Najee's in the top ten. Najee is number five. Let's freaking go, Najee bro. He has 873. Let's go. Um, the number two? Two has been a state, has had a quiet year, and has been a staple on this list throughout the entire year. Oh. And he's constantly either two, three, or four. Is it Zeke? Uh, no, Zeke is number nine. Shout out to Lamar. He's number 10. Lamar's number 10? Yeah. Quarterback. Um,. It didn't look like one against us. Uh, number two? 
Shoot, I don't know. Joe Mixon. Oh. Joe Mixon has yeah, 978 dude. yards. He's a stud. I want you guys to know, shout out to the one, the only, the guy who I didn't know was like this, but Mark Ingram is number seven. In rushing yards? In rushing yards. Even he has 821 yards. What a stud. Dude, shout out to Mark Ingram. He's older, too. Yeah, that's it. That's actually wild. All right, uh, last one before we can move on. Uh, receiving yards. Hold on. I have to get to receiving yards. All right, so. Number one's Cooper, right? Num- number one's Cooper with 1366. Number two. Tyreek Hill? Uh, Tyreek Hill is not on this list. Ty- Tyreek Hill is number s- uh, seven. Debo Samuel. Debo? Debo is number four um, with 1,006 yards, which I'm actually would be intrigued to see the combined numbers um, because him and Cordell Patterson, they're like the poster boys for like hybrids. Um, And so I'm sure that like Debo Samuel probably has over 200 yards rushing now and multiple touchdowns. So I'd be interested to see. Somebody sat in a room and got as high as they could possibly do. Goes, What if we just like – had a wide receiver line up as running. You know back who's a, a trailblazer for that? Who's it's the trailblazer you that I'm, you think I'm thinking of? Frank Gore. No. Oh. <laughs> Ty Montgomery did this exact oh, same yeah. thing probably about five years ago. Um, for the Bears and then joined the Ravens. But shout no. Ty Montgomery was for the Packers. That's what I meant. I don't know why I said Bears. Um, Rest in peace, Ronald Cop. He got hurt. Rest in peace. Not, not actual rest in peace. Right, a real rest in peace to Demarius Thomas. Um, not but, Randall Cobb. He's yeah, still alive. Yeah, he's still alive. Um, he ain't dead, but Demarius is. You take that back. That's messed up. <laughs> uh, just kidding. No, nah, it's what he gets for scoring it over time. No, so I'm just kidding. No. I'm kidding. That's a joke. That's a joke. So, That's a joke. It's a joke. So I, actually I, like think, <laughs> I actually think – well, I actually wanted to bring this up. Do you think that we will see more of this in the NFL, where people become hybrid, not deaths, oh. but do you think that we will see do more we think hybrid more people positions? People die in the NFL. That's um, pretty dark. I don't where know. like we see maybe like a lot of times we've seen like running backs like Alvin Kamara go into the slot, Kamara? or we see. I'm playing. You get it. Love both. Um, Christian McCaffrey, or we see thousand, Bell, thousand. Or, but like he's coming from the backfield. Do you think that we'll see more wide receivers become running backs like Debo's done this year, like Patterson's done this year? Or do you think that we'll see the opposite where a lot of running backs become wide receivers and go line up in the slot or even on um, the outside? I, it just depends on personnel. I think that you are more likely to find a wide receiver lining up in a running back position. Than a running back. Than a running back lining up in a wide receiving position. Just because I feel like... Now, yes, running backs have to learn like route running and stuff. But if you're a running back and you're like a north-south runner from you're the not, SEC, like Leonard Fournette... You're not running routes. You're not really running routes. Now, he has catching the ball. and Leonard Fournette's on that... Might have been up on that list. Debo Samuel has 203 rushing yards. Yeah. So like I think like yeah you Five can line him up and like usually like for Najee Harris is like all right safety valve line him up in the slot mm-hmm. he runs like five yards up and just stands there mm-hmm. and waits for the ball to come to him but Debo Samuel is so like quick and elusive that if you have a scheme that Shanahan's able to do where your offensive line can basically open up 
the, the any hole it wants. The, the Debo f- Samuel running downfield at like Mach one, mm-hmm. and then being able to cut translates much better than mm-hmm. giving like Saquon like Forty Niners. Saquon sorry. Barkley maybe could like he's not as tall and they're not as lanky, but like he's like the only one I knew of back then of like could probably line up in a wide receiving position and could run an actual route. Dude, the Niners are the kings of getting yak receivers. See, here's my thing about the 49ers, though, is that the 49ers, to me, are the epitome of what I said earlier in the podcast of, like, relying too much on one person. Like, Debo Samuel didn't play this week, and we lost to a Seahawks team that I don't think is even that good. And, yes, George Kittle had an amazing game, but when you rely too much on one person, which I feel like we're relying solely on Debo Samuel because – Jimmy G hasn't been that great. Yes, George Kittle has done really well in the past two, three, two, three weeks, uh, but he hasn't been that great. Uh, we don't know where Brandon Nayuk is. Um, and dude, Shanahan like hates him for some reason. Yeah, Raheem Mostert is down for the year. Again. Elijah Elijah Mitchell, he's Good. at number like eleven on rushing, which is incredible. Don't get me wrong, but I feel like we're our sole defense or our sole offense is relying through Debo. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's uh when he's not playing, which we saw last week, when he's not playing, that's not gonna be that's not gonna be beneficial. What happened to Brandon Ayuk? I think uh, he's just in purgatory for like one drop. Shanahan like benched him. Yeah. I don't it's dumb. And he's like electric. The one he had one really good game, and then like next game Jimmy he had G like a, can't fucking throw him the ball. And Trey Lance, I I know that we're and I and I don't want to start Trey Lance over Jimmy G mm-hmm. because I want to I, I maintain this idea of let him sit as much as you can and then kind of thrust him into the spotlight next year or two years from now, kind of like an Aaron Rodgers situation. Mm-hmm. Um, but if we're talking about like Jimmy G is not. It and I know that Jimmy G isn't Jimmy G's what you said about Teddy Bridgewater of he's not going to lose you games, but Teddy Jimmy G is also not going to win you games either. Um, and so I don't know. I just the 49ers are frustrating me, but I feel well, that. let's uh also this is a transition to NBA. Um, I wanted to introduce this because I think it would be cool. But since Christmas Day is coming up and Christmas Day is notorious for NBA, um, what we're going to do is next week we're going to come together and create a slate of six games, and it's going to be an all-time NBA Christmas Day matchups. And so it's going to be two teams from any era that get matched up against one another, and we might even put it on 2K or something like that and see who would win, which I think would kind of be cool. Um, and so cool. each one of us are going to take two. Um, each one of us are going to take two matchups. We'll tell you about them next week. And so, like I said, it can be any team from any era. It doesn't matter who it is, but they do have to work as a team. Mm-hmm. All right? And so, but it's all, all of them healthy. So, for instance, if we're talking about last year, you would have, like, the Nets. You could say Kyrie. You could say James Harden. You could say KD. Can't wait to choose Darko Milicek. Yeah. You could also talk about the 96 Bulls going against the 2015 Warriors or whatever it is. So, I think that that, it would be kind of a cool matchup uh, to see, like, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar go against 2,000 Shaq. Like, I don't know who would win, but I think it would be kind of cool. Yeah. 
So just wanted to introduce that just so we can kind of look forward to it next week. Uh, but speaking of a recurring segment, let's do lock of the week. Heard that. So we did a bye last week. Uh, yeah. Last week was our bye week. We had a so bye week. For week 12, I won. Yeah, he had Washington he football team minus one over the Seahawks. Who did I have? Jacksonville covering the spread over Atlanta, two and a half. But they lost. They by lost seven. by seven. Uh-huh. And my I son had, lead by yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. By one. Though. I had stopped the, the count. <laughs> I had the <laughs> ended early. <laughs> I had the Colts plus three over, like covering the three point spread over the Bucks. But then Leonard Fournette was a dickhead and scored a touchdown mm. instead of them kicking the field goal. And, Running the clock down and kicking the field goal. Rest could, in peace. Could have been a money pick right there. Yeah. All right. Have I chose? Oh, I, I lost. So you you get to go. I get to go second, right? Yeah, I still You're like. So if we've done twelve, then you're three and nine. Lottery pick, baby. <laughs> For the um, first overall, <laughs> buying for the first overall pick. Let me uh here see how many uh here hand me the sheet so I can look at. I want to know how many Connor has and how many I have. It's at the top right. Um, we're doing lock. You have eight, so you're eight and four, and I'm have seven, so I'm seven and five. Mm. And Avery has three. Mm. Rip. All mine have been heartbreakers though. Still a loss. I know, I know. Some say Clay, uh, Chase Claypool is still celebrating on that field. Yeah, dude. Else says. <laughs> yeah, dude. He's still in Minnesota. Um, hmm. Can I pick Tennessee? No, don't say it. Oh, hold on. I was looking at the wrong person. No, I was right. Looking at the right person. Uh, can you pick Tennessee? That is the question that we all know. No, you cannot. Mm. You chose them in week 11 to go over the Houston. Mm. Can I pick the Raiders? Yeah, it gets a little complicated. I'm pretty sure I can pick the Raiders. Yes. All right. Raiders. Also, I want you to know. I messed up a few times, like, putting names in the wrong spot. Also, no. You chose the Rams twice. I did? Yeah. Did he lose both of them? Yeah. Uh, he won Rams 14 and a half over the Texans, but lost Rams. I didn't mean to do that. Please don't take my win away. <laughs> chose the Rams in week two, three and a half over the Colts, which I, lost. I, I missed it somehow. I'm sorry. All right, I got the jury. Ra- no, should we take the? <laughs> no, don't do this to this poor no. man. I got the Raiders covering the ten points spread against the Chiefs. Okay, I think that's a good one. I chose the Bengals yet. <laughs> yes, you covered the. You had the Bengals covering a two point five spread over the Bears in Week Two. Hmm. Have I chose the Texans? Dude, if you have, I don't know how. Uh, I know I have you. Unless it's on his paper, it is not on my paper. He Give me Seattle, eight point five favorites over Houston. 
Wait, you're going for Seattle? You're saying that the Texans cover the spread or Seattle? I'm Seattle will more than eight points. Okay, 8. then hold points. on. Now I need to go back and make sure you haven't picked Seattle. I'm pretty sure he hasn't. I don't think he has either. Um, I know that I've not picked this team. Um, I'm going with the Falcons covering however much spread against the Panthers. It's two and a half. Yeah, so I'm going the Falcons covering a two and a half spread over the Panthers. That's a good one because for some reason the Panthers always lose to But Falcons. also the the pack the Falcons didn't look do. bad. The Falcons didn't look bad against the Bucks. I know that they lost I think it was thirty to seventeen. Y'all always split a game with them. Y'all lost the last one, right? Did also, can we I wanna do a segment next week. Okay. Can we do a segment of Quiz Jacob on the I wanna I have Kaylee do this, and I think it would be actually a good podcast segment. Shout but out. Every, sun, every Sunday, I have Kaylee call me and quiz me on who won and who lost in the NFL for that week. And I think it would be kind of a cool podcast segment. I would, like, maybe study a little bit beforehand, but mm-hmm. it, you would be like, who did who won against the – or you would be like, who the Bears. Did they win? Did they lose? What was the score? And maybe that could be a way that we can kind of transition into like, mm. oh, Jonathan Taylor had four touchdowns or whatever it is. So I got a question for you. Yep. Why did you give Lamelo COVID? You know, I, I, you know, the the day when I, the first day I started showing symptoms, I went and found Lamelo and was in his Lambo, his green one, his you green sneezed one. all over it. And I accidentally sneezed on his steering wheel. And I kind of just wiped it off, hoping that nothing would happen. And so that's what happened. Um, I accidentally gave Lamelo COVID, and I accidentally gave Terry Rozier COVID by association. Um, you know so cards the, the last couple games that the Hornets have lost have been on me. Um, I do apologize for that. Um, I was just given Lamelo's orange Lambo, uh, orange. It was neon green. I thought it was uh, the green one. Yeah. Uh, neon green Lambo, a test drive, and, and I accidentally sneezed on the steering, steering you, wheel. You know, you know his car. And it's all, but me and Lamella, we're both good, so it's it's great. Yeah, it's great. You should have sneezed in Brittany Renner's car. Yeah, because she is not going to disrespect PJ Washington Facts. like that PJ, anymore. PJ is kind of not. You know, hitting my expectations for all. I hope that right PJ here. Washington. Oh, you're not working at the movie theater anymore. I want Comes PJ to Washington to work. Hey, I might come just into the movie theater and you just be like, bro, you need to come on to yeah. the podcast because, bro, if PJ Washington came Imagine onto the podcast, big dude just came to our house, hits his head on the the hey, little dude. lamp. Uh, so why'd you get her pregnant dude hey you're you're famous on twitter can you uh dm i'll dm PJ washington i'm not famous i have a thousand followers he has have you ever checked his uh twitter account no he has multiple uh blue checks. he has multiple check blue checks following him justin bieber follows me justin bieber follows him zach boychuk ex-hurricane follows me Ask him if he wants to come on the podcast. I will. He he follows like 300,000 people, though. Can you also also DM Justin Bieber? I will. I have before. He read it. He didn't didn't answer me, though. He actually read it? Yeah. That's actually cool. I deleted it, though. But, yeah. All right, boys. 
Oh, uh, college football. Uh, the playoffs came <laughs> out. Um, we had Georgia lose to Alabama this week. Uh, we had Pitt beat Wake Forest. Um, Kirby Pickett. Kenny. Kenny Pickett. Kenny Pickett. Kit, Kirby Pickett. Hey. Um, Kenny Pickett did a fake slide. I want y'all to know. I'm glad that they outruled it. Um, it but was that sick, shit though. made me angry. No, it no because. It's one of those things where, like, yes, it was sick, but also, like, you shouldn't be able to do that. Yeah. Because, like, if you're going to pretend like you're going to fake slide, then people are going to slow up to make sure that they don't hit you in order to get a targeting yeah. penalty. No, no, no. It's fair. It's it's it is wrong. But in the moment, I thought it was cool. And I was like, bro. And everybody else, it seems like everybody else was like, oh, this is such a great, like, thing. And I'm like, bro, like, no. If I was a defensive player, like your boy Ryan Clark said, like, I'm going to yeah. go in – with my helmet every time to make sh- because you don't know whether yeah. he's going to go down or whether he's going to stand up. Yeah. So the fact that they actually changed the rules because of him, yes, it's kind of crazy that one person made people change the rules. Hey, but I, mean, I do think that they should have changed the rules. It's a good rule. But um, to continue on, uh, you had Michigan win, um, so they're now the number two seed. Alabama won, so they're the one, number one seed in the college playoffs. Uh, you have Cincinnati. Cincinnati is number three. Three? Yes, you are correct. No, they're no. Four. Cincinnati is number four, and um, Cincinnati is four, and Georgia stays in the top five, and they stay number three. Um, Notre Dame went to five. Oklahoma State. Something happened with Oklahoma State. Um, I think Oklahoma State went to six. Uh, I, I, I don't know. Yeah, it, this week was a good week in terms of, like, just conference championships. Um, and so the college football is set. Also, there's the Heisman. Bryce Young cemented, in my mind, uh, the Heisman. Um, he had over 400 yards and four touchdowns um, against Georgia. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, that Georgia that defense. defense has been fucking locked down this entire time. Mm-hmm. Um, and so a lot of people didn't expect him to do that, and that kind of cemented himself. Um, the four finalists is him, um, C.J. Stroud, and uh, – Rutschman something. is something Hutchinson. Um, he's supposed to be like the top pick the, in the NFL yeah. draft. Um, and also you have that Kirby Kenny. Pickett. <laughs> Kirby. Uh, Kevin. Kevin. Kenny. Kenny. Why, why do you keep saying Kirby, Kenny? Kevin? Kaylee? What? Khalil? Khalil. Um, but I think that it's going to be interesting to see. Uh, shout out to my boy Jim Harbaugh for winning uh, Coach of the Year, College Coach of the Year. So, yeah, good for good him. For him. Um, one, I think this is the first time in playoff history that a team has gone from unranked at the beginning of the season to being ranked Um or being in the college football playoffs, so yeah. it, good for good for Michigan. I'm ex, I'm excited to, for them to hopefully pull it out. Um, but you want them to win? that that Michigan, I, I do want them to win. But Michigan versus uh, Georgia is going to be rough. I think that if you can pass Georgia, then you can win it all. Because I still think that Georgia is better than Alabama, um, and I know that like you have the whole squad, but they're Alabama's key wide receiver, who's supposed to be like a top five pick in the draft, um, mm. he just went down with the ACL tear. So um, he went down during the conference Dang. championship. So I, think he's I can't remember his name, but that's going to be a big blow to them, especially for Bryce Young. Um, and so it's going to be interesting to see, but I'm excited to hopefully Michigan can pull it out. But Hey, man. Good for, good for Harbaugh. 
They beat Ohio, though. They did it. Ohio State? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They beat Ohio State. Still can't beat Michigan State, though. And Michigan State's not even that good. I still don't understand it. God. Ever since that one time where the where the Michigan guy punted and he tried to, like, throw it. Oh, my it. God, Michigan's going to win the game. Yeah, yeah, and the guy just, like, takes it back on a walk-off punt block return. They haven't won since then, so that's insane. Rip. Well, all right. good episode back. We're glad you survived. I'm so glad to be back. I want to go to bed. I heard that. All right, guys. I'll see you later. Later.